Freedom Deserve. C'est pas le cas du livre. It's your time to shine. It's Geekstars. Whatever that means. Yeah. And welcome to episode 150, part one of Geekstars. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. What I almost felt like, I almost, at one point, I was like, when I was talking, I was like, we should just do that intro again. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, 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 be a man, Sean. Suck it up. Own up to it. And I was babbling like a idiot. And it was going to be like, oh, yeah, it's time, it's time to break down your needs, to break down you deserve. And That's what I was look at. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, he's making no sense. I'm like, I'm like, if I look at him, I'm going to laugh. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right, starting episode one fifty off with a bang. Yes, hey, people are going. I can't believe it lasted one hundred and fifty episodes. More actually, if you think about it, because it's, uh, it's one hundred and fifty, but it's broken down into three parts. That's right. You're kidding. That's right. You got two more of this shit to sit through. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me feel all warm and fuzzy now. <laughs> right, now everyone's just kind of going. Oh, really? Damn. I hope they make up for it. Uh, we try. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, hi. Listen, I thank you for listening. Uh, um, I'll get right down to it. In episode one, we kind of condensed two... Um, two hours into one. Two hours into one. And I think it worked pretty well because we, we talk about our weeks. And I had a slow week. Erica uh, had... A hard s- week. hard week. Um, a and hard then, day anyway. Yeah. So then we talk about that. And let's get right to it. Ed and I give our review of the Fantastic Four movie. Right. Um, I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. I don't think I've said everything I had to say during the course of three hours, but, uh, you know, we're just going <laughs> to leave it at that. And then, you know. We could definitely say more. I mean. Uh, you know what? There is. I do have bonus material. Yeah. I do, actually, now that I think about it, because we didn't even talk about one certain subject that I was fascinated with. So, um, you know what? Sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and we'll see you at the end. And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. And I'm your co-host, Erica. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the program. Yay! Yay! Yeah! yeah! A little drum roll. <laughs> Sorry. I wanted to, get, uh, wanted to get everything ready. Yep. All right. All right. Anyway, uh, so... How was everyone's week? I was all right. Um... Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I'm still a little stunned. I had a, I had, we had a, Ed and I at least had a little bit of a, of an interesting night Thursday, which we'll get to a little later on. Yes. But uh, I don't think I fully recovered yet, to be quite honest. Because <laughs> I had, because since uh, I'll let the cat out of the bag, we saw Fantastic Four Thursday night. Right. Since then, all I've been doing is thinking about the movie. For the show. Wow. Because I'm sitting there going, okay, what do I want to do? What should we do? Obviously, we'll give an honest review. But then I was like, you know what? Erica hasn't seen it yet. So I was like, you know what? Let's save her the 10 bucks and then do like a spoilerific go. This is exactly what happens in the movie. Yeah. And, you know, and we'll, we'll, we'll maybe like in the, when we do a review, we'll say what we thought was wrong and what was bad. But then when we get to the second hour, we'll kind of go, this is how the movie opens up to all the way to the end of credits where I, 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 Oh, we'll just get to that later. <laughs> he is so speechless right now. It was I'm a little uh, shocked. What do you call it? Thursday night. He asked him. I was in this stunned state of like. I, I, he was just a stuttering, <laughs> muttering prick. I was, was like, at that, at that, and at you didn't that. get a picture of it. Oh well, the best I was part laughing of- too hard. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. I was like, 
So, wow. I mean, my our my week consisted of work and then some video games. But then I went over to your place and we watched uh, the Justice League's Gods and Monsters. Yes. Which I liked a lot. Yeah. You did not like. I mean, it was a good story. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's it's an interesting alternative take to the standard Justice League that you know and love. To, to give or a little hate back, or whatever, to give a little background. Yes. Um, DC Animation always does these movies, and this time they gave uh, Bruce Tim, the guy who created the Batman the Animated Series and the Justice League cartoon show, as well as the Superman cartoon show, um, kind of like free reign. We want you to come back. Um, if you could do anything that you wanted to do in the in the DC universe. Go ahead, give us a story, and you know if we like it, we'll make it to a movie. He was like, "Okay, yeah." And it's it's in his style. It's instead of uh, Superman being Clark Kent, he's actually the, the son of uh, Zod. And Wonder Woman's not Diana Prince. It's her name's. Uh, let's see, uh, fuck, <laughs> I can't forget, I forget her name. But she wasn't Diana Prince, and she wasn't from Themyscira. Yeah, and there was no Bruce Wayne. Yes, it was um, the guy who actually is Man Bat in the comic in the comic book cartoons, um, mm-hmm. the Doctor. Except instead of being Man Bat, he's a vampire. Yeah. So, and it's kind of like they kind of rule under like this. They kind of keep the world in like a constant state of not fear but unease. Mm-hmm. And it's you know there's other like there's someone starts to uh, murder people and trying to pin it on the three of them. Yes. And I particularly liked it. I thought it was great. And I thought the voice casting. Me particularly, I liked. Okay, I got it. Yeah, the characters up. Okay, Superman is named Hernan Guerra. Okay, yeah, and because is he the was son of General Zod, who was rocketed to Earth as a child. Yeah, he was. He was ado- instead of adopted by the Kents, he was adopted by <laughs> a, a Mexican flat. Got Guatemalan Mexi- family. Yeah. Mexican migrant Mexican. farmers. Okay. Uh, yeah. Batman is Doctor Kurt Langstrom, yes. a scientist who was inadvertently transformed. Who inadvertently transformed himself. Into a form of pseudo vampire in an attempt to cure his cancer. Yes, yes. Uh, Wonder Woman is Becca, a new god and the widow of Darkseid's son Orion, who fled apocalypse. 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 Thank you for <laughs> Earth using a mother box sword after the new god High Father killed her husband. Yes, yes. So there you go. Yeah, thank you. You're so I particularly liked it. It was dark. It was gritty. It was violent as fuck. Which I always like. Yeah. You know, um, especially it's not your daddy's cartoon kind of thing. <laughs> uh, and it was a nice, interesting take on the mythos of the Trinity, as I like to put it. Yes. Uh, and not so much, I don't think. Well, the only thing is I didn't really like any of the characters. I mean, it was one of those type of things where it was just like, I kind of was like, I kind of agreed with the world. In fact, it was like, I didn't trust these characters, <laughs> you know, which I think probably made it a better film. Is the fact is, is that like, I'm actually like feeling the emotions of animated characters you know in a film I, yeah you know? and so the more i thought about it i'm like you know i didn't like it at first because i'm like that's not superman that's not batman that's not wonder woman sitting on the couch going it's not my superman exactly Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> i don't like this one bit this is not the super friends i know <laughs> none of them are friendly <laughs> Suck. When we get to uh, Blu-ray and DVDs, I actually got a new uh, something coming up. Anyway, anyway, uh, go ahead. So, um, so anyway, so as I was, as I was saying, that the the more the storyline, of course, went on, it, you know, they kind of their characters kind of changed at the end, and I'm thinking, yeah, I'm still not on board with them. I don't, still don't trust these characters. It's one of those things. Where, I still suck. It's like, okay, I didn't trust you, and all of a sudden you saved the world, and all of a sudden I'm supposed to be like. Oh, I understand. Now you're all good now? Yeah. <laughs> That'll last about two weeks. 
<laughs> so for me to draw those kind of emotions on an animated film, I think they did a great job. Yeah. You know, it's like, wow, you know, actually it was like. That's Bruce Tim for you. Yeah, it wasn't like, it sucked, there was no plot line, it was horrible. But no, none of that. It was like, it was a solid film. And it was like, you know, yeah. like it actually angered me enough to go, <laughs> you know what, I can actually get on board now with like, the more I thought about it after the fact, after Thursday, that was like, yeah, you know what, this was a pretty good film. I mean, well, in comparison to the other movie we saw Thursday, it's a, it's a fucking Oscar award-winning film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only two choices were these two. That would be an Oscar-winning yeah, film. If you were trapped on an island and you had two movies to pick from, <laughs> Gods of Monsters definitely is stellar in comparison to the Fantastic Four. Whereas I've been noticing a lot of people call it a uh, fan four stick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, that was pretty much our week. Like I said, we'll get to that. What was how was your week? And uh, I spent a lot of it on my couch recovering from my migraine. So um, yeah, I've been having a lot of migraines lately with all the crap, you know, the weather fronts moving through. All right. So I actually did go to my doctor for it this weekend and. Unfortunately, it seems like one of those things I'm just going to have to deal with. He's like, suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> well, she, but yes. She, she was like, suck it up, buttercup. Nothing you can. I'm sorry. Suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> kind of, yeah. So we're, we're going to kind of play it by ear for a few months because we think that maybe it's being um, aggravated by the weather. And That's the, possible. The summer. And that maybe by fall, it'll it'll kind of even itself out a little bit. So we'll see. All so, right. Um, but yeah, it's it. My water heater died. <laughs> so, after, I just kind of shut down after that. And I, was, I live the life of Riley when we come on this show. <laughs> Nothing wrong going on in our life. Cause yeah. Anything going. What happened there? Christ, my fucking this blew up. That blew up. I need a new car. My washer. I got a headache. Son of a bitch. And then I go, I'm fine. How about you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you guys had to sit through Fantastic Four. I just got to deal with cold showers. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Ugh. Cold showers in a laundromat. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Beck song. Cold shoulders. Showers. Laundromat. Sorry. <laughs> That's all we got. Um, but I did... I made an attempt today to go down to the Philadelphia Comic-Con, down at the sparkling, super amazing Clarion Hotel in Essington. Uh, okay, yeah. so this is not the traditional once this a year, not, not comes no, in June, where it's like, like, hey, look, Stephen Mount, a bunch of millions of other famous people. No, this is like one tiny room of people selling comics. Right. And I was one of like three chicks in there. <laughs> Walking. A, a girl! Oh, she must really like comics because she's not at the Comic-Con. I was, you know what? I gotta say, I was kind of waiting for somebody to make a snarky comment to me. Like I was holding my breath going, please don't Everyone was avoiding her because she's walking around going, what? What? <laughs> say something! What? Come at me, bro! Oh my god, what the hell? We get three girls in here, and the one is a mega bitch. What? I see you looking at me. I will. I'm here to get my Pretty Pony comics. You fucks. Where's Jim and the holograms? Actually, no, I was not there for that. I came up, and thankfully my brother-in-law doesn't listen to the show, so I can talk about this. I came up with the best fucking idea for a Christmas gift for him. Okay. He right. loves Blue Beetle. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely loves Blue Beetle. He cosplayed him at Dragon Con last year. Yeah. Walked around barefoot because he couldn't find a pair of shoes to fit into his costume so that we, he would have that nice like right. silhouette. Walked around barefoot and broke his toe. <laughs> <laughs> In this costume. That's how much he loves. But he kept walking on it. Right. That's how much he loves. Because he's a man. 
I'm Blue Beetle. So I found out um, during the week I went to, actually a couple weeks ago, I went to uh, one of the comic book shops down by my job to pick up, you know, my reading and um, found out about this convention and it was only like three bucks to get in and then it was two dollars if you had the flyer and i'm like oh fuck for two dollars save myself a whole dollar <laughs> that is 33 percent off man that's a deal that's, that's a, a steal so I, <laughs> that's an extra comic book <laughs> out of the 50 cent rack yeah. <laughs> um two out of the 50 yeah, cent yeah rack. yeah anyway so I decided, you know, and I found out that Paris Collins was going to be there, who was one of the artists in Blue Beetle, like, back in the day. So I was like, I could get him a comic. And I found a great one at Ontario Street, picked it up. It was only a couple bucks. But I was like, if I can get this autographed by Paris Collins, like, my brother, like, that would be the ultimate gift for my brother. That is is a good gift. So I get up early. And I get dressed, and I was going to wear my Maria Hill dress today for a friend, but my friend ended up not being able to go. So I was like, kind of glad I didn't wear it then, because I would have been like the only person in cosplay. <laughs> oh, <they're out. laughs> one person. Everyone was looking around, going, "I don't think she made it to the other Comic Con. <laughs> this is the serious one. No cosplay allowed." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I walked in. I was very grateful I did not wear my Maria Hill dress today. So I get down there. And like I said, it's one room. It's like one one of those like banquet size rooms, right? You know, so yeah. Like I don't know, like four. There's probably like a half a dozen to like a dozen, or maybe like twenty vendors. About that, yeah. And so you kind of walk small. around, and it's real tight packed. Yeah, it's like one aisle in the middle, and then a yeah. loop around. That was it. Yeah. So still a shit ton of stuff that you could sure, look at. Sure, because that's like, an actual comic con where yes. people actually bring comic books. Yes. And it's not like. Like the Philadelphia Comic Con, where it's like, here's a bunch of famous people. Look, here you get yourself a lightsaber. Yeah. And there's and like not a three, lot of tchotchkes. Yeah, and like three comics. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So literally only three. You can. Well, only probably be a nice place to get a lot of bootlegs. Yeah. Yeah. They did have. Yeah. They, yeah. they had some good. Because it's the underground. It's the it's the underground Comic Con. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's with a hardcore. I honestly did not even know about this until I went to the the one comic book shop right. that, down in um around Springfield. And you stumbled across this little flyer, and you're like. Oh, the password is Jor L. And then and you, know, you knock on the door, and there's this big thing slit opens, and you, you go, "What's the password?" Jor L. Click, click, and you open it up, and there's a gorilla in a smoky suit coming in. You, know, he, you walk in, half the room's animated. Yeah. You're like, hey, it's like Cool World, and they're all giving you a look, going, "I've never seen. Can we trust her? Maybe she might be one of them." <laughs> Who's this outsider? Who's this outsider? That's kind of how I felt going there. <laughs> yeah. It was my first time there. Right. So um, <laughs> so I, I do I do the loop around, which uh-huh. took all 30 seconds. <laughs> and I don't see this guy, Paris Collins. Right. And I'm like, fuck, did I miss him? So I'm thinking, I wonder. <laughs> In this tiny room, did I miss him? He's out taking a he's out taking a lead, could be right back. Well, in actually, 40. I was wondering because not all the not all the um uh tables had signs on them. Oh, you okay. Know? So I I walked out to the hallway. I walked down to the end of the hallway just to make sure there wasn't like a second room. Because you know how sometimes there's like an artist yeah. alley. Yeah. And... Yeah, they forgot no, to open up the just... partition between the two rooms. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was just that one room. Why is nobody coming to see me? Yeah, <laughs> they forgot to open the partition because that room Poor only Paris holds. Cullen sitting back. <laughs> Has a, what do you call it? A, a what do you call it? A, um, occupancy of 100 people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting there just kind of going, yep. <laughs> Lou Beetle's real popular in this area. <laughs> so I, call my agent. I actually did walk down to the end just to make sh- like the end of the hallway 
just to make sure like there wasn't other rooms. And there sure. wasn't. So I went back to the main room and uh, this guy at the front started announcing door prizes. So I'm thinking, you know what? If he's announcing door prizes, he must know a thing or two. <laughs> so I go up to him and I said, hey, is Paris Collins here? And he's like, no, he canceled it at the last minute. That's why we got this other guy from Hanna-Barbera. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> son See, of a now, if I would If I would have known that, I'd be like, you get me a Muttley comic right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, wait. So I, I woke up early. I got a fucking shower. Oh, <laughs> Lordy, Lordy, you know she's getting all hoity-toity dressed up. My hot water heater went. I had a cold, cold fucking shower. shower. I'm doing this for my brother. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking. Like, I got to not smell gross when I go down there. I'm going to be like one of five girls, and it was worse. I was one of three. So, and one of them was selling shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you and another girl vibe, fighting for attention. All the guys are like, oh, what's that? No, I'm Shh. No comic books. Girl. Let's find out. What's your story, lady? Huh? Come here often? How'd you hear about us? <laughs> well, the guy, the guy who I talked to, <laughs> you who told me that Paris Collins had canceled. He actually was, he was a really nice guy. He was very, very friendly. And of course, because so, he's in the mindset going, we got two chicks in here. If I'm really nice, they'll bring friends. <laughs> Four boobs in the room. There's four! Four collective boobs. Four female boobs. Yeah. Not like Chuck down there at the end who's been licking his nipples the whole time going, I want to sign a contract, I want to sign a comic book for you. Uh, I'm a little worried that you were holding it like an ice cream. Because <laughs> he was lifting up. <laughs> that was a little scary. So I, I got to make maybe a little uncomfortable. <laughs> so, pay an d- extra dollar you'll see me motorboat myself that's where the extra dollar <laughs> that's why you get the 33 percent off Someone's like, yeah, save the dollar, dollar to see a motorboat that's me a dollar please <laughs> no show no dollar so <laughs> you walk into like a little booth and they like a voting booth where they pull the curtain so that way no people can get like a show a for free show. yeah Okay. Somebody pulls the door. <laughs> you put it. They give you. You give them a dollar, and they give you a coin, like a solid, big ass coin. And you walk into this in. booth. You're thunk. The thing slides up. Like a poop. It's oh, not even really fun. mechanical. It's just the guy standing there pulling it up and, and pushing it back You see him down. sitting there, all laid back, all greased up, without his shirt on. He's like, "Yeah, you pay a dollar. All right. What's your name? This is for you, Erica." <laughs> I probably would have to see that. I can't, I can't deny it. Then he takes that. like a piece of paper, like a colored piece of paper, and presses it against his chest. <laughs> so you get the little sweat stain on it. And then he signs it and licks it and goes, This is for you. <laughs> and does that to everybody. Like, Can I get a bag and board for this so I don't have to actually touch it? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming to the Essex Comic Con. <laughs> Tell your friends. <laughs> so, Let's but, see Stephen Mill do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I did actually end up leaving with some. I found a um, one of the women. <laughs> I ended up at her booth and I'm looking through. She had trade paperbacks for like five bucks. I left with some good shit. I found a copy of A Dame to Kill For. Okay. So I picked that up and uh, I picked up. Um, Stan Lee does DC. Oh, okay. That's, I, that was pretty good. Yeah, I and I was more Ed, like, do you know what that is? No. Okay. Um, 
years and years and years ago, not when he was working, like after he retired and stuff. Like right. DC kind of was like, "Hey, give us your take on let you recreate every superhero we have or the big three, like the big ones, like Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Batman, I think Catwoman, was Catwoman, yeah, like yeah. and redesign them on, on give them the Stan Lee treatment." He's like Excelsior, and kind of was like, you "That's know, like, on the back of the book." Yeah. <laughs> Did like his, you know, like his take on if he was designing a Superman like comic book, this is what he would do. Yeah, and it was interesting. It was some were like uh, a little out there. Yeah, because you know he was probably in his seventies or eighties at this point, and he's already kind of like high on the fact that he's Stan Lee. Yeah. I could do anything, <laughs> and people will buy this shit. Like, look, I gave and Batman, I gave Batman a third nipple. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> the nipple that was came from his father after he got shot. <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> He wears it around his neck like an oh. amulet. <laughs> he got the other one. He can make yours. Yeah. It's just to remind him why he does it. <laughs> you see this nipple? This nipple reminds me of a time for justice. <laughs> so I, got, I, picked, I picked that up because it was in a $5 bin. And I was like, all right, I'm in. It's sure. It's doing DC. Like, I'm intrigued. Um, so I got those. And then I also picked up, when I went to Ontario Street today, I found a copy. God help me. It's called Models Inc. And it's a Marvel comic. I, I'm not 100% sure what the hell the story is. I bought it literally because Tim Gunn was on the front. Okay. Drawn as a cartoon or a comic book character. And I was like, all right, I'm 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 intrigued. Uh, so right. I have absolutely no fucking clue what it's about. I only bought it for the comic. Sounds like someone lost a bet. <laughs> like, <laughs> loser has to do a comic called Models Inc. It's about models. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, right. I'm, not, I'm not sure where to go with this, but sure. All right. So I'll see what it's like. So I, I made, tried to make lemons, lemonade out of lemons. So right. I did treat myself a little bit today. And then uh, uh, I got two free balls of string from Ontario Street. <laughs> string. No, and I'm not I'm not talking like little, like, like no, fucking giant cones. And then I, <laughs> I put in. To a drawing to win a cone of string this big. That, I don't know that's, why. That's, that's great visual for the radio. This big. It looked like folks at home. Probably, it looked like about like a foot in diameter. Probably like a yeah, foot and a half. Like half a case of beer. Yeah. All right. All right. Half a twenty-four case of beer. All right. All right. So I I don't know why. <laughs> I was in that mindset, so there you Something go. Something for the stray cats around the neighborhood to play with. Just throw it out there. <laughs> make little up cats. a whole bunch of little balls. And just... <laughs> I'll be able to tie my recycling to Armageddon. <laughs> she ties it to the bumper of her car so she never loses her way back home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost. And then, I, then I get home. Fuck, how do I get back out now? <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, so that was my week. Cold showers and disappearing artists. Yeah, all right. And comic books, again. Yeah. Like it's going to be like a Sheldon Cooper moment. <laughs> oh. like, Damn you, Paris Colton! <laughs> yeah, he's now, he's now in her nemesis. <laughs> yes, I, wrote, I wrote his name in my book. No, I'm seriously starting to think I'm becoming Sheldon Cooper. I'm going to a comic book shop every week. <laughs> I freaked out this week because somebody took my parking spot at work. <laughs> we don't have assigned parking. We don't have assigned parking. I should not be pissed that somebody took my parking spot. But they took my fucking parking spot. I park 
on the end so that I only have a 50% chance of my car getting hit. And I did that before Sheldon Cooper. So suck it, Cooper. <laughs> but somebody uh, took did, my did spot. You, did you find out who it was? No. You should just put a big sign, my spot. I really and then just slash a tire. Paint, no, I'm going to go Sheldon Cooper and just paint my name on it. <laughs> Get them towed. Hey, well, uh, since we did mention the Fantastic Four... I already know where it fell into the top five. You want to find out? Yeah, but let's let's make it official. Fell in the number 20. Let's make it official, Ed. All right, top five movies. Here we go, kids. Number five was the number three movie last week, Ant-Man. It made $7.8 million over the weekend and 147.4 overall in the four weeks in release. All right. All right, all right. Number four was the number two movie, Vacation. It made $9.1 million over the weekend and 37.3 overall in the two weeks in release. Okay. How many, how, how many weeks in release was it? Two. Too. All right. I'll probably see that when it comes on DVD. All right. Uh, number three is a new release, The Gift. It uh, made twelve million dollars over the weekend, and that's where it stands. But I mean, it only has a five million dollar budget. So, right. Well, uh, that's that's the movie with Jason Bateman. Him and his wife come back to, I guess, to his hometown, mm-hmm. and they bump into a guy who I guess he knew as a kid. And apparently, there's like some deep dark secret. Like, like he's that friend that you know in high school that was kind of weird that you were just friends with. And then once you left high, like you might have picked on him. And, yeah. And then you leave and you forget about them. And then, but they never forget you. And you're like, hey, and it happens a lot. Some people just walk up and you, someone walks up to you and go, hey, how you doing? Remember we used to know each other back in high school? And you're like, I have no clue who you are. Yeah. And that's kind of what happens. And then he, they kind of befriend him again. And then next thing you know, there's some sort of deep, dark secret. You know, like it, yeah. it, looked, it looked interesting, but not $12 interesting if I'm paying for a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what was number two? Number two was also a new release, Fantastic Four. It made $26.2 million over the weekend. Ouch! $26.2 million? $36.2 million. Okay, now, uh, boy. Before you go further, let me just get through the number one real quick. All right. Mission Impossible Rogue Nation is number one still. $29.4 million over the weekend and 108.6 overall in the two weeks release. I do actually want to see that. That's that was nice. really good. I mean, I liked Mission Impossible. I always liked the series. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've never been big in to the series but now that i found out simon pegs in it i'm like he's been in the last I, he's been in the last two i had absolutely no clue yeah. but i'm like yeah simon pegs in it i'll probably go see it uh, all right where do we start <laughs> okay. first i want to apologize i have to make apologize to the people that make fantastic four why because don't apologize then they foisted this on us they did this to themselves no no no, no not the people that made this movie <laughs> the creators are fantastic oh, oh Stanley and Jack Kirby yes why because I feel bad for them that this movie was made well also key too like it, yeah they created the Fantastic Four but the kind of the origin in this one was based on the ultimate Fantastic Four yeah. which is not really it's not it's by Stanley and Jack Kirby in, in name alone kind of thing because yeah. it's a Fantastic Four but the actual like the whole teleportation storyline mm-hmm comes out of uh, Ultimate Fantastic Four. Right. So just, you know, but I understand where you're going. If it wasn't for Stan and Jack, yeah. we wouldn't have had what this literally is an, an abomination of all of, of cinema. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, we're, okay. I got to be honest. I went, when we went to go see it, I, we've been panning this movie since we even heard about it. Yeah. Even back when, and it completely lost, I completely forgot until I read an article where it reminded me, Doc, that wasn't Doctor Doom's original name in this movie. It was supposed to be Dumanevsky or Dumanov or something yeah. like that, where he's supposed to be this hacker. Well, I heard because people were bitching on the internet that the, the studio had to step in and go, no, 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 he's now Doctor Doom. He's now Doom again. Yeah. 
So, like, it never occurred to me that that change was made back. So when I saw his name, I'm like, hey, it's Dr. Doom. And I completely forgot about the whole hacker thing. But yet there's a scene in the movie which clearly indicates that his character is supposed to be the hacker type. Yeah. But we'll get to that in an hour or two. (laughs) (laughs) We don't Uh, have enough time for it right now. Yeah. uh, I Going in, so going in, I knew it was going to be bad. Yeah. But there's still that part of me that kind of hopes for the best. Yeah. Like, okay, you know what? It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, or it was surprisingly good. You know, like, walking out and seeing the movie going, it was worse than I expected. (laughs) And you had low expectations. I had bottom of the barrel gunk. Like, you know when you change your oil and you have that gunk at the bottom of the pan? Yeah. That's where my expectation was, that this was going to be gunk. Like, it was going to be like, all right, you know, whatever. It it sucked, but it goes into collection kind of thing. Like holy mackerel, this was bad. Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> and when we walked out, you know, we were like, I thought it was going to make $60 million in yeah. opening weekend. And it was tracked to do that after like, and you're like, no, it's, what was your number? It was the low 20s. You were like, you, it, it, and what did Dave say? Because we wanted Dave Sipon one with us. Yeah. I forget what Dave said. I think uh, he went like 40, 50. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. and to have it hit not even 30. Yeah. How much was the budget? I think like $150 million. It doesn't I think. say here on my screen. So I think it was like $148 million. Wow. I think. Where'd they put it? Uh, you know what? That's what everyone's asking. <laughs> because in all the other quotes that I've read, everyone's going, okay, now in my, like, here's the best way to describe it. Started off okay. Uh, got boring. $122 million. $122 million. And it didn't win the opening weekend. This movie is officially dead, as, it, I think, as far as Hollywood goes. Yeah. Because next week comes out Agent 47. There's a couple other big, bigger movies coming out. Right. Like I said, it started off okay. Then it went to boring, real, like, like about the first 30 minutes in. It got boring for me. Okay. Then it went to, what? And then it went to, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> so I had to, that range of emotion kind of going... All right, it's going to be bad. All right, you know what? This is starting off slow. Okay, yeah, you're building up. All right, right, right. Huh? What? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> to, I, I, I'm never getting that time back. Like, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> and again, I went with low expectations. So walking out being as, not mad, but just kind of disappointed yeah. was surprising for me. Like I was at touch where most of my dumbfoundedness kind of came from was like, oh my god, like, I, like okay, we saw like um, Transformers: Age of Apocalypse, yeah. a- Age of Extinction. Yes. That's, gonna, that's always gonna be wrong. I knew going in that was gonna be bad. Yeah. So knowing it was gonna be bad, you can enjoy a bad movie. Yes. Like it's like the Shark Sharknado effect. Right. But when you go into a movie going, okay, you know what? Not on, for me. Not only was it a bad superhero movie, it was flat out a bad movie. Like, the structure was completely off for me. Okay. Like, it, there was no middle. Well, the thing is, they were pending that more as a science fiction movie than, than really, like, a sec, as, it was secondary as being a superhero movie and more of a science fiction and, movie. And, and that's fine. I, I, I'm okay with that. But even as a science fiction movie, it failed miserably. Yeah. For me, at least. You know, I, I just... I'd rather see, like, an old, bad 70s sci-fi movie... Yeah, and like like that would be better than, than what yeah. you know. Be like, you know, hey, I got what I wanted, you know, out of it. I yeah. know, I know. At the time, the technology wasn't there, and there was a lot of like like B movies in a way, you know, that they were putting out. But it was like, you know what, I I knew what to expect. 
There, this was like, oh, yeah, oh, I, 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 like there, there's technically four Fantastic Four movies. Yeah, you got the two with Jessica Alba. You uh, have this one, and then the little known 1994 Roger Corman version. Yeah, and uh, people in the geek world know about this movie and have either seen it or, or kind of go, I wish I could get my hands on one. If you've seen it, it's bad. Yeah, but honestly. The most faithful interpretation of the comic book out of all these movies. Yes. Like, it was just a shame that out of the, the technology that was there, because you had Doom and his Doom bots, you know, thing looked okay for the time. Yeah. You can kind of tell where all the money went into that the Human Torch effect. Yeah. But that was at the very end. So most of the time, it's just him running around in the costume. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, it, but, oh, man, it was just, it was bad. It was like... Walking out, kind of going, I, I can't believe that, that I can't believe this happened. Like it, this to me, if it wasn't for Deadpool coming out next, as far as superhero movies, uh, this could put a really big dent into making another superhero movie. Yeah, like that's how bad it was. It was kind of like this was like Batman versus this Batman and Robin was better for than the this studio movie. Yeah. or just just in general. Like this is one well, of those. I, I always say like like with the, with the the progression of the way the movies are going, how much they're making that eventually that something's going to crumble. Like there's, there's going to be cracks in it where it's going to go back to the eighties and nineties where we're watching super you know, movies or superhero movies and going like, I can't believe they made that. Like, yeah. That like, was, that was terrible. This or, movie was almost a step backwards by about 10 years. Yeah. As far as story plot, special effects were even kind of wonky a little bit. Like I'm like, I kind of like, kind of go with the flow but i'm reading articles about how like the the part where there's um, i'll we'll get to that in part two where reed changes his face a little bit mm-hmm. that the 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 animation looked choppy and bad yeah you know um sue sue storm her hair changes length and color throughout the entire movie yeah like there was no and that's because for understand a shit ton of reshoots were done for the ending of the movie yeah. And it seemed to be like a movie that was supposed to be designed for all exposition, where it was like, here's the story, and it's going to, in my opinion, like the movie was an hour and 45 minutes, roughly. Right. And the movie should have been two and a half hours. Okay. I, I'm, like, thinking, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking that's why it's quiet on my end. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, no, no. Like, like, okay, like um, Avengers, it was two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, it had a full arc. This one, and we'll get to it in, in, in the second hour, there's a moment where there's a big, huge jump in time. Yeah. And you're going, I would have liked to have seen that. And according to Josh Trank, the director, because the moment that the bad reviews are coming out, he pretty much tweeted, the studio <laughs> fucking yeah, me. I have that news article okay, here, good. actually. You know, so we'll get more into that. Yeah, in that. part three. But yeah. it was like, there's supposed to have been two, they, the studios cut like three action sequences. Uh-huh. And a lot of the story, like we said, when we get to the whole, you know, we'll tell Erica's story about the Fantastic Four when we come back in, in the part two. Um, it was just all like, I, I just walked out kind of going, wow. I, yeah. I, 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 this, this seriously, it wasn't for the fact that Deadpool's coming out next. And Superman. There's seven movies coming out next year that, like, you can always, like, say, I'm going to say, like, you can always palate cleanse this movie right. with the next seven movies. If you want, I can give you them real quick. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what the thing is? They're not. What's what's nice is, I think, what's going to save. I think Deadpool. Like, 
not Deadpool's going to save everything, but they they the next superhero movie that's coming out is a movie about a character that is well beloved, mm-hmm. and it's done by people who love that 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 character. So I think mm. yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be different. Yeah, so it's or it's gonna be more faithful to the comic book, and I think that that's gonna if it was just another like if they were gonna go. Um, hey, here's Doctor Strange. Yeah, I don't. I think it would have hurt the sales because oh, yeah. not a lot of people know. Or, or it would either. It's polarizing. A lot of people going. I don't know this character. They're gonna fuck it up. I definitely think that if they were gonna go with the X Men movie next, I think it would have hurt the X Men movie. Oh Because yeah. it's all done by Fox. Fox yeah. yeah. And they already are getting slammed by that look of um, apocalypse. apocalypse. So right away, right now, they also came out with like at one point they were saying, oh yeah, well. Brian Singer was looking to have like a crossover between the two, like Fantastic Four and X Men. Day after, oh no, they're on parallel universes. Yeah. Like right away, they went. There no. is no, 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 no. Singer probably saw Fantastic Four. Everybody so, yeah. saw Fantastic Four and went, "Fuck!" Yeah. Like I just saw something today where they've already canceled the. Re- they were had plans for Fantastic Four too. Yeah, they had a date already picked. They were already hedging their bets, going, "This is going to be awesome." They've already canceled that movie. And are starting to look at a Deadpool two for that exact same day. Right, yeah. You know, that's how bad this movie bombed. Yes. Which I gotta say, I am looking forward to Deadpool because a friend of mine, huge Deadpool fan, he lent me some of the comics and I started reading them. I was literally laughing my yeah. ass off reading these comics. So I've I hate to say that I've jumped on the Deadpool bandwagon, but I've nah. jumped on the Deadpool bandwagon. Jumping on a Deadpool bandwagon, I don't think you get slammed for it. It'd be different, like if you're, hey, I like my sports team because they just won an award. You know, they just won the Super Bowl, yeah. and you're wearing like, an, like your team, whoever won hat. I bandwagoner. Where were you there during the lean years? <laughs> Deadpool was kind of like an underground guy. So anybody who says like, I oh, you know, I just started reading Deadpool. I love him. That everyone's like, come aboard. Deadpool's awesome. There's yeah. more of a welcoming. Yeah. I actually, and not to get too far off the tangent, um, I went to one of the shops that me and my boss, me and my boss will spend lunch at a comic book shop together. And I picked up the wedding of Deadpool issue and then I picked up the honeymoon <laughs> issue. So I'm, we're, me and, and my boyfriend are actually planning a Deadpool She-Hulk wedding uh, cosplay together. <laughs> so this will... I'm actually really looking forward to it. Yeah, I think you and I are going to have to be the DJs <laughs> to a podcast or in the reception. Dude. Like, this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, if we, all right. If we do it and we go to Wizard World, like, I need you guys following me around. <laughs> like, right, I'm also so, going to be learning to walk on stilts for it. So, uh, so what's coming out uh, next year? Next this? year is uh, February 2016, of course, is Deadpool. Uh, March 2016 is the Batman v Superman Daughter Just. Dawn of Justice, so that's I mean two movies right, yeah. right out of the gate. You're like, okay, you know what? I can yeah. feel better about myself. Yeah. Uh, then of course May is Captain America. Civil that's War. when that's, everyone's chomping at. Yeah, that's yeah. the ones everybody's getting excited for. Of course, May of 2016 again is uh, X Men Apocalypse. So that one's going to be on the that's bubble. Be, I mean, that's yeah. the I one you're going to kind of figure. Deadpool's out. a Fox movie, so yeah. I think that's going to be a hit for them. But you know, you kind of hope like, all right, like this is going to be trouble. Yes. What's after What's after X Men? July 2016 is Doctor Strange. Again, that's another movie that's that's, like, that's coming out next year. Yes, oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> that's what I'm jazzed for. I I've always kind of had this, this like love for Doctor Strange. Just uh, I'm like I always like found them fascinating. Yeah, and then now that Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be you know I'm Doctor Strange, <laughs> you know I'm I'm in. Yeah, you know Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> is Doctor Strange. I'm like I am so in. 
Then uh, August of 2016 is the Suicide Squad, which yeah, yeah, we know how we feel about that one. That might that might hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. And then October right? of 2016. No, that's Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. Oh, Any, that's anything, right. that's right. anything X Men or Fantastic Four, and Deadpool used to be an X is a mutant, so they kind of have rights to them. That's going to be Fox, and then Spider Man is Sony, and everything else is pretty much Disney or Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, Gambit is tw- October of 2016. Oh, okay. So, so I mean, say there's, it's a good year, I think. Like, you know, yeah, there's yeah. a couple movies that you're kind of, I don't know. You Gambit's know. a Fox movie, though. Yeah. That's, you know, we're going to see. We're well, going to see. It better not you fuck that up. in it. minute. You know, yeah, you know. But again, if he doesn't do the, you know. If he doesn't do that. The, Cajun, the, Cajun accent. Cajun accent, yeah. It's going to be tough. I don't think, as much as I like him, I don't think he's, he's an actor, not a thespian. He, right. look, he looks. The part. <laughs> well, here's here's the thing, though. I mean, like you've you've got before that you got Suicide Squad, Harley Quinn, of course, with that you know oh, New York accent, like that. Is it just me? Am I the only person not hearing the accent in the trailers? Well, like, she, there is no to... accent in the trailer. She's only said it a couple times. She's only has a couple words. No, I know, but that's but why yeah. I'm like trying to listen really hard. It doesn't to see. sound like she says. It doesn't even sound like. I would be moderately okay if she even did the shitty accent she had in Wolf of Wall Street. Because that was kind of like a Jersey esque kind of thing, I would be okay if she did that. I didn't hear a hint of that in the trailer That's, either. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, there was one day I watched the trailer five times just to try and concentrate on the accent, and I did not hear. I it. mean, the only other time, I mean, and Arrow when she had her cameo in Arrow, yeah, uh, Harley Quinn, they actually hired Tara Strong, who does the voice for Harley yeah. Quinn, to do the voice off camera. So you never saw Harley Quinn; you just heard her. Okay. So you're like. There's Harley, yeah. all right, and you're like, yeah. But then I'm looking at this. I'm going, oh, this is, this this one's going to be the painful one. This yeah. is where I'm going to do the show, and I'm going to be like, they, they they destroyed my girl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, well, yeah. So I give it a super fail. Like, oh, man, not even just a fail. It's I mean, if, if you had to rate it star wise, like star wise, yeah. a one. I a gave one. it a one. Like, because I even went to, I went through, it's got a 9% in Rotten Tomatoes. It's, it, it, under that rating, if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, Electra did better than that. Batman and Robin did that. I think Halle Berry's Catwoman did better than that. Wow. Like, this people are going to go and, that we need to kill somebody. Like, kind of. <laughs> And of course, somebody needs to be sacrificed. And then I, since we don't have the overseas, I read an article today before we got to the show um, that the overseas numbers are in. Like totally, it made about $60 million globally. Wow. Outside of our market. So people are like, oh, and that was obviously out of all of the rest of the world, only $60 million. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it is a. Fantastic flop. Waka waka. <laughs> so, all right. Well, yeah, that's, that's our movie review. So, well, I give it a half star. Half star? Half star. I'm being generous, you're yeah, saying? That's right. And I think I hated it more? Yes. Wow. All right. <laughs> and, you know, I guess maybe. They hurt Ed's feelings. You know what? Okay, now. Uh, or, you know what? We'll get into more detail in, in the hour, too. Like, right now, let's, let's, let's switch gears a little bit. And let's see if Erica brought anything for Life, the Universe, and everything with Erica. It did. It oh, did. did All right. And I'm pulling it up. Yeah. So it's a list. It is, uh, here we go, the 10 biggest a-holes in comic books. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So, I'm going to say Hank Pym's one of them. Are you talking about writers or actual characters? Characters. Characters. Okay. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> Writers? That would be, be an interesting list. <laughs> All right. Number one, Paris Collins. <laughs> no, from what I've heard, Paris is actually a very nice gentleman. You just right, because his people are listening. Because his people get back to Sign my fucking comic some, book. Some broad on some unknown podcast is talking smack about you. <laughs> okay, so number, number 10? 10, Amanda Waller. Okay, yeah, she could be a dick. Okay. Yeah, all right. So the wall is the commander of the Task Force X, better known as Suicide Squad, and it's a role she relishes, lording over convicted super criminals. Waller sends her soldiers out on missions of not necessarily certain death, but let's just say there's a reason they're called the Suicide Squad. Yeah, all right. I can, yeah, she, she has, she could be a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, all right. All right, who else is, what's next? Number nine. Number nine. Waiting for the Wi-Fi. Uh, <laughs> what the uh-oh, fuck? Here uh-oh. we go. All right. Number nine, Superman. Superman's an awesome dick. Yeah, I can admit to that. He is a he is super dickish. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I'm f- fucking number one on my list. Number one, I hate him. I've always hated him. <laughs> I tolerate him because he's got the cool S logo. My name being Sean, I have to suffer if I want that S on my chest. Just saying. <laughs> But That's I'm, how you really feel, Sean. Wow. I've always... That was a little I, bit I know, of no, a... it's, it's been no secret. Like, it like, is no we've, secret. We've had conversations, and I, he's always said that, like, the, you know, and after Man is Steel, he's like, you know what? He's not that bad of a guy. He's not that bad of a guy now, because he's like, I hate him now. I hate him now. Like, the, the, the shoe has shifted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've never... I've always thought that he kind of had, like, that overgrown Boy Scout fucking trying to push everyone's... Fuck you. <laughs> that's, you know, like, yeah, that's right. If, if he was here right now, I'd be like, get your fucking moral high ground. Get the fuck out of here, you Kryptonian alien. Like, I'm pro. I'm all, I'm Team Lex, dude. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Team Lex Luthor. All right, so this is what they say about Superman. Cause He's a dick. That's what he said. I, I have not actually looked at this list. I want to be okay. as surprised as you were. All right, well, what do they got for him? All right, Superman may be widely considered one of the most inspirational, friendly, and all-around good-natured characters in comics, but in his early days, he was quite the opposite. You might even say he was kind of an a-hole. While his early adventures revolved around busting up crime rings and taking on gangsters, he had a much more no-nonsense approach to fighting crime, while occasionally involved... Which occasionally involved outright leveling less savory neighborhoods, no matter who lived in them. See, now Threatening I consider to kill that children just to steer them away from a life of crime and running amok in the lives of innocent people while attempting roundabout, often bizarre schemes to deal with the criminals he opposed. That's a Superman I can get behind! <laughs> Superman's a-hole attitude didn't end there either. In later years, he was often outright torturing his quote-unquote pal, Jimmy Olsen, and his girlfriend, Lois Lane. While many of these instances <laughs> were cover gags designed to shock readers into buying an issue, Superman oh, yeah. did yeah. often make poor Jimmy's life miserable by putting him through grueling quote-unquote lessons or wrapping him up in some in more of his elaborate crime-fighting schemes, such as adopting him. Only to then treat him like garbage in an attempt to outwit a destructive prophecy put forth by a machine that predicts the future. <laughs> what a jerk! There, yeah, there, there's been, um, there's a, like a list of like covers of Superman being like a super, especially a super dick to uh, Lois Lane. Yeah, like they're in, like there's one where they're in space and he he breaks her oxygen uh, hose. That's that's the image they have. Yeah, he's just like, "Hey, fuck you, Lois. Pop. What are you gonna do now, bitch? You're in my area. What? Yeah." And she's like, 
<laughs> She's turning into you know Schwarzenegger at the end of Recall. Puerto Recall. Just kidding. Like, just kind of puts together. Well, I love you, honey boo. <laughs> okay, Pookie, let's go back to Earth. <laughs> All right, who's number nine? Who's number eight? Magneto. Okay. I don't know how I feel about this one, but maybe I, I may also be a little sympathetic to him after seeing um, First Class. Yeah, okay. So I, I've gotten a little sympathy for him. All right, why did they say he's an asshole? Okay, talk about a deadbeat dad. Magneto didn't just abandon his children. <laughs> when he finally reconnected with them, he drove his twin son and daughter, well, thought to be son and daughter, it's since been retconned, First into a life of crime, and then when they finally rehabilitate it and join the Avengers, the long-term effects of his abuse caused his daughter, the Scarlet Witch, to play havoc with reality, destroying the Avengers, uh-huh. and nearly eliminating the entire mutant population from the Earth. And don't get us started on their half-sister Polaris' daddy issues, all caused by Eric. Magneto's a-holery. I like that word. I think I'm going to steal that. Uh, Magneza- Magneto's a-holery was often even more extreme when it came to his lackeys, most notably his long-suffering sidekick Toad, whom he treated like his personal court jester and whipping boy. Uh, right. In fact, an alternate future story, Earth X, when yeah. Magneto, Magneto's mm. powers faded, roles were reversed, and Toad forced Magneto to wear a jester's outfit, making clear the pair's traditional role. Uh, Things right. haven't gotten better since Magneto's recent tenure with the X-Men began. He... He's nearly as arrogant and abrasive as ever, taking his status as Cyclops' right-hand man to heart and constantly lording over his fellow mutants. All right. Yeah, yeah. All, All right. right. I get with that. All right. Number seven. All right. Number seven is the Winter Soldier. Mm. How, how is he an asshole? All right. Yeah. He always seems to be like the tragic character. Yeah, like, yeah. I lost my arm. My best friend ditches me. I get tortured. I get a metal arm, and I'm used as a pawn in a game of life. How? How and is keep he keep erasing my memory? Yeah. How am I? Uh, how am I a let's, asshole? Well, let's, let's find, find out. Let's find let's out. Let's find out. Bucky Barnes may have cut his teeth as Captain America's trusty sidekick, but he was never the bright-eyed, youthful mascot as he was portrayed. That he was portrayed as. In fact, he grew up fighting hard, mouthing off, and generally just being kind of a jerk. When the military channeled Bucky's anger into a job doing Captain America's dirty work, it seemed like he'd finally found a role that suited his less-than-warm persona. But just as it seemed that he was finally finding his place, he was seemingly killed, saving Cap's life, and the rest of the world as well. However, he survived and was rescued by an agent by agents of the Soviet Union where he was brainwashed and trained as a deadly assassin. Oddly, this didn't improve his demeanor. When he finally resurfaced decades later, having aged only a little thanks to the Soviets storing him in suspended animation, he was even colder and more aloof than before, trading what little sense of camaraderie he had for the grim attitude of a trained killer. His icy facade has dulled since Captain America and the others broke his brainwashing, but he still remains one of the most one of modern comic books' most prominent a-holes. I disagree with that one. Uh, well, I mean... Uh... At least, I think... I can understand if he was a little bit of a dick when he was younger and the military, like they said, sort of channeled that. Right. But like, and now I'm also going partially by the movie because I'm not familiar with the comics. <laughs> this is right, right up what you keep going. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you didn't I... belong at that Comic Con. <laughs> Fuck you. I, I mean. Um, I, th- I feel like 
He was he's a tragic character. Yeah, he's that's most what tragic I was character because he was second fiddle to Captain America. So it's yeah. like it's like well, not only for that, justice in the American like, way. Like you can like, understand why if if Robin was a little bit of a dick, you can kind of go, yeah, he's fucking partnered with Batman, who who's who know it all. You know, like yeah. like Bucky like clips the bomb. Captain America saves the day. It's like, fuck you. I just I, yeah, did. Like, yeah. I'm the guy who's doing all the fucking dirty work and he's getting all the credit. Fuck you. And not only that, he was kidnapped and brainwashed for years. Like, right. that's going to change anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't 100% <laughs> uh, yeah, that, 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 one, that one's real, real kind of like, yeah. that's, like if, it, that's like almost like the list is kind of going, one day Bucky Barnes kind of, you know, bumped into me one day and he turned around and gave me that look, asshole. You know, like, <laughs> put him on the list. Not knowing that he's been brainwashed, and you find out, you go, I don't care, he's still a dick. (laughs) Get no sympathy from me. Okay, who's next? All right, Reed Richards. Oh, yeah, Uh, he is a complete asshole. Yeah, I agree with that. That is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not just talking about the movie. I mean, in comic books, he is that mystery. He is literally the smartest man in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And he is not afraid to remind people of that, of like, I am a genius. You're a nobody. Yeah. Oh, that's great. You have so a doctorate. So, in other words, he's the Sheldon Cooper. Yes. But yes. Yeah. In a bad, very bad way. In Just kind of like, way. yeah. He's always like, "Well, I can do this because I am Reed Richards." And then never, he's almost like the mad scientist of Marvel. Yeah. Because he'll sit there and go, "I just created this, and this should help everybody." And people are going, "Well, we didn't want that. Like, <laughs> I don't care. I made it anyway. But, but, and we're going to use it right now." You're like, "What? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah." Why do they give? Uh, what are their What are their list? What's their take? So their take, it basically the same thing. He's so freaking smart that he becomes an an, an, yeah, insufferable an douchebag. Insufferable douchebag. And he, that's that is the the because they're showing little like snippets. Yeah. One of the snippets they show is where he's looking for a job, and you know the woman's standing over him, going, "I don't understand why you can't find a job. You're so smart." And he's like, "Well, that's the problem. I'm overqualified for every job." Yeah. He is the guy. If you're at a party and you go, "Hey, you know what? I saw I saw this," he would go, "Oh, well, you know what?" And he'd be that guy that would throw out that that innocuous fact that you everyone in the room kind of goes, "No one asked you." Yeah. Like no one cares. Or or he's the guy like like. You know, I met Mick Jagger at a party. And um, he'd be like, well, I met Paul McCartney. Yeah. Or, oh, so, yeah, well, I actually helped Mick Jagger create the modification in his microphone. Yeah. And you're like, fuck you, dude. It's not a dick measuring contest. I met, <laughs> I met Mick Jagger. Yeah, well, I fucked Mick Jagger. Yeah. <laughs> Who didn't? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh. You and like 80 other people. Yeah, he's, he's that guy at the yeah, party. Yeah. All right, who's else? All who, right, who the number top five. five. The Superior Iron Man slash Spider-Man. What? I don't know if that's meant to be the same person. Wait, the Superior? The Superior Iron Man slash Spider-Man. Okay. All right. I'm curious, but all right. Okay. All right. So Marvel has a code word for when one of its her- heroes is going straight in the jerk mode. Superior. The latest recipient <laughs> of the ah, Superior Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, okay. The latest recipient of the superior moniker was Tony Stark when his personality was quote-unquote inverted, bringing out a dark side that flirted with, uh, with out-and-out villainy. In Superior Iron Man, Tony went on full mad scientist, uh, uh, okay, so getting the people of San Francisco addicted to a life-improving app that only the richest among them could hope to Okay, support. so they're doing, it's the Superior Iron Man, Superior Spider-Man, yeah. like that combo. Yeah, that Superior Spider-Man. 
it was a dick. I'll be honest. He was an asshole, but I really liked him as Spider-Man. It was Doc Ock, by the way. It was Doc this Ock. Is, yeah. yeah, so this is what they say. Before all of that, there was superior Spider-Man. Otto Octavius has never been a nice guy, but when he took on Peter Parker's identity, both in and out of costume, bringing him Parker's memories and metaphysical presence, there was some glimmer of hope for him. After expunging the last remains of Parker's consciousness from his own, however, Octavius crossed fully into the seemingly irredeemable A-hole territory. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, but I mean, he was a better Spider-Man than Peter Parker was, because <laughs> Peter Parker was always so worried about having to be here and be, he always try to save everybody. And Doc pretty much like he was always patrolling. Doc's like, I'm going to create these little spider cameras that are going to run out all throughout the city. And when everything shit goes down, it's going to notify me on my phone so I can leave whatever I'm doing and then go do it. Or he'll he'll sit there and go, oh, it's just a bank robbery. It's not worth my time. It's okay. Daredevil got it. Yeah. One of those like, they don't need me. And he can go about his day unless it's something big and something major. And then he'll be like, oh, I'll step in. So, yeah, all right. Okay. All right, who do you got next? All right, no. number four, Guy Gardner. Oh, yeah. He was a ma- – not only was an asshole, he was a douchebag. Oh, and yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, how yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. First sentence, Gary Gardner is best described as the classic douchebag. Yep. Arrogant, insecure, and abrasive to the utmost. Gardner may have the qualities necessary to be a Green Lantern, but somehow he manages to turn even those into negative attributes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He was he was he was during the nineties. Yeah. Um after they killed off Hal, mm-hmm. technically, they brought in Guy Gardner because it was, was the nineties was the age of the anti hero. Mm-hmm. Where they gave Superman long hair and he yeah. was kind of like more of a badass and turned um, into Nicolas Cage. They killed, Aquaman had one arm was which was right it, and he they broke Batman's back so yeah. they had Azrael wow. to be Batman be Batman yeah. so you kind of had those like hey we're superheroes but we're all everyone wanted to be Punisher yeah like and so with with Guy Gardner he was like arrogant he was like he was the redheaded stepchild. Yeah, because he had he had the short he had the red hair and it was shaved on the sides. He had that, like, that bowl cut. Yeah, like he looked like Larry Fine. I mean, uh, Mo. Yeah, Mo Howard with with cut, red, red hair with the Mo haircut, and he was just a dick. Yeah, just like I don't care. He say, "Look, I got a ring. Fuck you." <laughs> you know, like there's a there's a, a picture of like it was a, a whole long list of how you can tell Batman was tired of the Justice League shit. And there's a, a panel with Guy Gardner's ass pressed up against the watchtower. <laughs> and he's like, and he has the green. He's like, eh, kiss it, Batman. And then as he's going off, and Batman's response is, tell Guy he needs a shave. <laughs> 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 and you're just kind of like, God's Guy Gardner. He was just an ass, just a douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Who got next? Number three, Quicksilver. Yeah, I didn't Son see that coming, did you? No. <laughs> Yes, the son of Magneto. It's apparent. The apple doesn't far fall from, from the, the tree. tree yeah. For years, Quicksilver was the Avengers' resident jackass, his level of abrasive competitiveness even eclipsing that of his teammate Hawkeye. Quicksilver spent his time chasing his teammates and other men away from his twin sister Scarlet Witch and boldly pronouncing his superiority until somehow, finally somehow managing to woo, marry, and scare off Crystal of the Inhumans. Yeah. And it didn't yeah. stop there either. Quicksilver managed to take his braggadocious debaggery to a new level as an instructor in the Avengers Academy, where <laughs> he nearly terrorized his students, even coming cl- even coming closely dangerous to inspiring finesse one of the Academy's at-risk students to follow in his early footsteps as a villain. Eh. Eh. 
right. I kind and in the movie, I kind of got that he was a little. Yeah, bit he was a little bit of a dick in the, in the Avengers, yeah, but yeah. in the comic books too, he was kind of like that. That like I'm arrogant, fast, kind of like yeah, I'm the best, whatever. Yeah. Like it, he I'm was, so fast, fuck you. It would be kind of like the anti like how Flash was how Wally West's Flash was kind of like laid back and funny. Mm-hmm. He was it was like the anti Flash. It was yeah. definitely like. I'm fast. I'm great. I'm awesome. Hey, I'm gonna go. I'll be right back. I'm going for Chinese food. Where'd you go? I went to China. You know, like he's that kind of guy. Yeah. Did you bring me back anything? No, because you didn't want anything. You didn't ask. You're like that kind of guy. You didn't ask. If me I was Scarlet Witch, though, I'd be like, "Fuck you, dude. Let me date who I want to get laid. Yeah, go yeah. away. You do not touch my sister." <laughs> All right. What else you got? All right. Number two. All right. Namor. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Namor is yeah. a Namor, super douchebag. Yeah. King of Atlantis is one of Marvel's most prominent a-holes. Yeah. Few people, fictional or otherwise, who can match Namor's superior yeah, but air I'm, of legal yeah. pomposity. I love that asshole. He's fucking king of the sea. Goddamn right you should be arrogant. Yeah. Aquaman can learn a thing or two from Namor. <laughs> That's right. You know? <laughs> fucking Namor's like, I don't like you fucking people. Attack! Yeah. Like, on a on a... Uh, what do you call it? He can spin on a dime. Yeah. Like one minute he's all like, yeah, all right, I'm cool. What? Someone took a piss in my water? My water? Let's get him. Yeah. Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> Raise the army. All I did was take a pee. No, that's my fucking ocean. Nobody pees in this sea but me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and he also had a thing for Sue Storm. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I love how they, they describe him. Namor is one of the few people who can handle being a D-bag to Captain America in earnest. Uh-huh. He spent your, nearly 100 years prancing around in his underwear, making sure that surface dwellers know exactly how inferior they are. Yep. Yeah. He would just float because he had little wings on his ankles. He would fly up out of the water and just kind of go, I am Namor, king of the sea. Fuck you. And then go back down. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of always reminding them that at any moment you piss him off hard enough. I will sink cities. Yeah. <laughs> and he did. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He leveled a nation. Yep. yep. All right. Any guesses as to who number one is? Uh, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say, gonna say Batman. <laughs> that was my thought. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. Batman can be an asshole. I mean, yeah. he's the smartest guy in the room. He always has contingency plans. Just when you think you have one up on him, he's always like, um, I knew you were going to do that three weeks ago, and I've prepared this elaborate... You know, thing to capture your ass because I'm fucking Batman. That's, and it's all my utility belt. Yeah, that's my 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 guess is Batman. <laughs> if I okay, since since you already picked Batman, I'm gonna pick. Well, you can pick Batman too. And that's, you know, I don't have the Batman exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make it interesting. All right, yeah, uh, Captain America. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Yes. I mean, if you figure Superman's on that list, Cap's got to be much of a douchebag right, too. Right, right. All right, who do you got? Lex Luthor. Oh, oh, I feel like that's an easy that's, one, though. That's shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be messing with my man, Lex. <laughs> so this is what they say. Sure, all villain, villain, villains? That's not a word. Villains are sort of a-holes, but Lex Luthor seems to make it a personal mission beyond even the usual villainous plotting and scheming. Few people could find fault with someone like Superman, who, aside from the aforementioned time he spent early on in his own phase as a noted jerk... Spends all of his time selflessly helping others and saving the world. But Lex Luthor doesn't just think he's superior. He knows it. He knows his massive intellect and even bigger sense of entitlement 
should make him the unquestioned master of the world. He may claim he opposes Superman's strength because he believes in the potential of humanity over outside influence, but the truth is he just can't handle the idea that anyone might be better or more powerful than him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's I mean, that's I, you expect, I, I, expect that from him. again. I think that having a villain as the number one a- asshole is kind of like shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah, yeah. Like again, I think I thought Captain America. Fucking brilliant choice because he's got that arrogance of I'm doing this for the right reasons. Yeah. God bless America. Yeah. I stand by my government no matter how stupid they might be. Blah blah blah. I'm gonna and and how he treated Bucky. Yeah, that mm-hmm. you know that little sidekick kind of thing. I thought that was a good choice. Yeah, I thought it was a very good choice. Again, I thought Batman was, was a good yeah, choice. Because <laughs> yeah. that was the first thing in yeah. my head, and you were like Batman, like son of a bitch, son of a bitch, commander. <laughs> Is there anyone else you guys would add to this list? Um. And was, how how okay how how Hal Jordan, Jordan should be on that Hal list. Jordan the original I Green agree Lantern. with him that Hal Jordan should be on that list because he is a prick. He's a prick. He's, he's a, just he, an ultimate prick. He he he, he kind of his arrogance is on par with I'm going to say almost uh, Captain Americanist because he's like I'm a cop of the galaxy. I'm an asshole. This is my job. He's 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 a cop of of this sector. Yeah, and he he plays it off like a like a uh, state trooper. Tony Stark should have been on that list. Yeah, Tony Stark's a I mean, douchebag. He owns it. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's that's a, th- I mean, that's what makes that's him likable. RDJ makes Tony Stark a likable character. Right. If but, you read him in the comic book, oh, he's, he's not a likable character. He is character. a womanizing douchebag. Yeah, he's a drunk. You know, it's, uh-huh. uh, it's, 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 he's just a horrible person. He's awesome. Uh, you know, yeah. he, but you love him because he saves the day. And it's it's like... Like he, the way he just takes over corporations, because he's also the, the political side, or that's yeah. what it's called, but the no, corporate no. side of it, I was thinking corporate, not political, but the corporate side of it, where he would just own everything because if it's, if he didn't come with that technology, he'll steal it. And, yeah. and by stealing it, by buying it. He'll buy the company just because he wants the tech and right. then fire everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> and you know what? Indiscriminately a man whore. Yes. I mean, it didn't matter if you were. Green, white, black hair because he was banging Tiger for a bit. Yeah, and she's all Tiger, you know. She Hulk. Yeah. Um, Ms. Marvel. It was the list of women that he has slept with is astounding. He is the Captain Kirk of Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the you know yeah. he is the kind of guy be like oh there's a lady hello. I don't. I don't mind if you don't. You don't need to speak English, baby. We have an international language of love. <laughs> Zip, you know. And she'd fall for it every fucking time. <laughs> I mean, he is the he is the kind of guy that would smack a woman and then kiss her and say, and she Pepper would just it. stand there going, the "Fuck." Is well, this is before, like, even when they weren't an item, she would just be like, "Whatever." That's no, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, she was always just looking uh, at him like, was "The fuck is wrong man with you?" Whore. <laughs> Drunk. Like, hey, wake up the next morning. Why? Oh my god, I have triplets. Hey, we're just we're. Hope you all know each other. <laughs> now I'm off to run a business. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. There's, yeah. There's money on the counter. Get yourself a cab and... Uh, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I'd bang him for money. You know, you know, I am Tony fucking Stark. Blam. <laughs> out! <laughs> See, and that, that arrangement, I have no problem with. If I'm getting paid at the end of the night... Adios, muchacho. Don't forget, if you ever trouble, some silver on the way out. the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> this orgasm brought to you by Iron Man. <laughs> 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 you get the uh, Iron Man.
Iron Man seal of approval. And by seal, I mean your eyes come shut. (laughs) (laughs) How much money is that worth to you? (laughs) That I would call a superior Iron Man. (laughs) (laughs) 15,000. And a new hot water heater. (laughs) One of those tankless jobbies. Yeah, I mean, uh, who else would you put in that? Uh, oh, man. Jeez, there's so many. <laughs> I'd put Cyclops I mean, in. I can't. Oh, Cyclops is a douchebag, but too. I, yeah, I get Partially it. because I fucking hate Scott. Like, yeah, I, I want to punch him in his stupid fucking glasses. Yeah, him. Uh, he never liked oh, him either. I, I can't I like him. I like him, and I, I agree with you. That's, that's <laughs> I mean, like, fair enough. You know. Yeah, I, I liked him as a character because he was, he was very loyal to the very end, you know, with Professor yeah. Xavier and the cause that he present it but he was a dick like mm-hmm. it had to be his way or, or the highway yeah. that was it and, he'd be and just... that i think that's what always bugged me about it. that and he was so fucking possessive of gene gray and i'm like yeah gene gray's fucking phoenix she can handle herself yeah. take a step yeah. back um okay we're not putting any, i mean I, I i can never put a bad guy on yeah. that list because bad guys are supposed to be assholes yeah, they're right. supposed to be they're that's like, why I want to say Loki, but it's like yeah fucking duh he's, yeah well he's the god, know, of, god of mischief care. yeah like, so all right of course he's gonna be a dick um yeah, I mean, it's like, I'm trying to think in the in the realm of superheroes. Uh, yeah. Well, Odin, if you if you're gonna go with Thor, Odin is one of those. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. the it's the it's the yeah the the protectiveness father. The I, I'm, I'm the god. Like it's yeah. the Norse version of Zeus. It's like I, I'm, I'm the O father. I, yeah, I'm in charge. You listen to what I say. Fuck you. You're out. Yeah. You know. Uh, I mean, not too many not too many women on that. Yeah, list. I was actually about to say, like, are there any? Female characters. Um, I, well, see the things I would say. Emma I would Frost. say Spider Spider Woman. Spider Woman. Yeah. Really. Yeah. She could be a dick sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> she she doesn't have really. One, but she can be. Yes. There are times you know like uh, you know what I don't read much Spider Woman. So was, I... when she was involved in Sword, she was a real dick. Oh okay. Uh, um, Captain uh, uh, Captain Marvel. Ms. Marvel. Uh, Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes she could be a little bit. A little bit uh, of a Yeah. Are we talking Carol I or? Mean, like the the okay, I'm gonna say like for me, it's gonna sound so the bad. Alter ego or the character? But no, no. I mean, like for me, there's been a bunch of Captain Marvels, yeah. uh, like uh, Ms. Marvels, Captain Marvels throughout the the decades. I'm talking about the Carol Danner, Dannings, uh, the one with the long, flowing blonde hair. Yeah, the, that's the one. The curvaceous figure. Yeah, like, the but one. That's it's when it's written. That's that's the other thing too. You got to look at too. It's right. Like, because like, sometimes, like, you get a comic, and she's, oh, she's nice. Like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. And it's yeah. like, no, you got to read, like, the 80s, like, yeah, 90s yeah, right, version. Right, right. You know, like, that's the thing. Um, okay. Other women. Jeez. I had read, now, I just recently started reading She Hulk because, you know, I, I want right. to cosplay her, so right. I want to do it well. Um, but I had read uh, on some, like, historical pages like the wiki pages that she has moments where she can be a colossal fucking bitch sure yeah right. oh yeah i mean everybody can be everybody has those moments when they're a dickish or assholeishness or bitchiness but there's that there's we're talking like the one character or the characters that kind of no matter what they do always seem to just well, great on your nerves the one you the one you mentioned that didn't even make the list hank pym yeah yeah hank he, yeah exactly yeah, like which the sh- funny thing by the way is when i Clicked on this article, that's whose picture was there. Was Ant Man? Yeah, and I'm I like, mean, why? He's a colossal douchebag. Yeah, drunk wife beater, right? Who has to be who who's uh, inferiority complex, especially when you deal with a guy like Reed Richards, who always is like, you come up, I came up with this great idea, and Reed's always kind of like, like almost 
just kind of you always get this feeling like he's patting him on the head going, oh, that's so nice. I just didn't do it because I never, I never didn't feel like bothering with it. Yeah. And you just have this him just going, Richards, I'm going to fuck you. Oh. Actually, it's the moment like well, when I do nerd news and I give an article and you go, let me guess. And, blah, 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 and you're like, son of a bitch, that's what it is. That's the moment. Yeah. That's, you're the Reed Richards to my hand <laughs> All right, go with that. <laughs> Richard. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. All right. Um, okay, at least we take a break. Well, before we go on oh. break, just real quick, I wanted to mention another group. We've been we've been sharing our information on the groups, you know, when we can. And there's a, there's a great group out there. <laughs> it's called Superhero Movies, all capital letters. And so if you want to talk about superhero movies, what you think of them, I mean, these guys are brutally honest. And that's what I love about them. <laughs> the fact is, it's like, sound like my kind of crap. <laughs> exactly. <got> exactly. <laughs> if, if, if there is, you know, and, and it's, it's great because it's not like one of those, like, they'll, they'll mock you or whatever. They'll agree with you or argue with you the points and, and get, get it to. But there's a lot of funny stuff on here as well, too, that you just, <laughs> you chuckle at. You're like, yeah, I, you know, you might not agree with it, but you at least laugh at it because, it's, I mean, some of these memes are, are hilarious. I won't get into them, but. Check them out. Superhero Movies is the group. It's like I said, they're all in capital letters. Great book guys. They've been really supporting us a lot lately in the last couple of weeks. And uh, I wanted to give a shout out to them. Hi, fellas. Hi. Bye. So there you go. Are they local? Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, if they're local, we should grab one of them for the show one night. Well, maybe we can have them call in the, the creator of the group and have them uh, do some discussions about Marvel movies. All right. Or just move, uh, superhero movies in general. I don't have to say Marvel, but. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So we say we take a break, come back, and we'll do DVD Blu-ray. Re- Blu- we'll get the releases done and out of the way. Yeah. So that way Eric can have, can take almost the hour off and listen back while Ed and I tell the story of Fantastic Four. Uh, All right. All right. So we'll see you in a bit, folks. Hi, everybody. Oh. <laughs> the train wreck that is known as Fantastic Four. Yeah. Um, and not really much more to say. I mean, actually, we say a lot more in episode two where Ed and I actually sit down with Erica and kind of tell her what the movie was about yeah. f- almost frame for frame <laughs> or beat for beat almost to kind of make you kind of feel like I, I, I personally feel like I was doing my civic duty to save you all from spending your hard-earned cash to go see this month. Right, movie. right, yeah. I agree. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what it is. I mean, uh, there's not much to say after that. Like a tease. That's what, This is what part two is going to be. All Fantastic Four. Yeah. So well, we uh, do we do releases a week in the beginning of it. Well, that's right, we yeah, do. Yeah, yes. we do. But uh, I mean, let's face it, they're meat of it's Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. That's why you're clicking on episode two because you see the boys talk about Fantastic Four. Click. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what's on Blu-ray and DVD because it's all it's happening in America. I don't know what's coming out in Europe. So click. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear what these guys have to say about the f- f- four. <laughs> four. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, in the meantime, if you do want to catch the show live, you can do so on Sunday nights um, from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. This is Aquanet Radio on those apps. Also, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Or follow us on Twitter at Geeksters or Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. And if you want to tell your friends where you can, they can get their own version of this podcast, you can tell them to go to the About section on our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, or you can go to our website, wordswithgeeks.com, or in iTunes. It's free. And now you can go to Google. You can go to any of your Google favorite uh, uh, 
tablets or phones. <laughs> Go download your favorite podcasting uh, app <laughs> well okay you know let, me, let, me, let me save you let me save you all right i'm gonna go and i'm gonna you can i'll throw myself on the grenade all right? all right you can go to google get your favorite app that lets you stream or listen to podcasts yes type in geeksters in the search engine and our show should come up is that is that good yes all right i feel like i don't contribute anything <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to contact Sean on anything we're talking about, contact at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on our website, go to Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you contact Erica at Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. And we'll see you in part two. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.